Hi, I'm Simone W. Johnson-Smith, and welcome to the Immigrant Experience in America. Are you a professional new to the United States and struggling to monetize the expertise you brought across the seas? Are you feeling misunderstood and out of touch because you're struggling to understand the unstated rules of the American culture? Each week, we'll take an in-depth look at the positive contributions immigrants are making to the American culture, marketplace, and life. Our intention is to serve as a bridge from your culture to the American culture, giving you a roadmap of tools and the language to understand the unstated rules of the American culture. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Immigrant Experience in America. Today, we'd like to give you just a little bit of a background about the host, yours truly, Simone Johnson. I migrated here to the United States back in 1998 with my dad, siblings, and mom. We came legally into the country, arrived on the plane with our IV in hand, immigrant visa in hand, and got cleared to come in and start our lives my dad gave up his business, a very thriving business, doing electrical things, alarms, you name it. It was a very thriving business that he had in Jamaica and moved here to give us a better future. I had just finished high school. My brother was in his first year of high school, had passed the common entrance, which is an entrance exam for all Jamaicans to get into high school and did so well. He got a government scholarship to one of the best schools in the country. My sister was already in high school, third or fourth year in, but we all packed up and came. My brother gave up his government scholarship. I was just wrapping up high school and my sister was heading towards the end of her high school years. And we all came. Scary but exciting. I was excited because I had family here, my aunt and her children, several aunts, an uncle, lots of cousins, as my dad is one of 11 and my mom is one of 12. So I was raised in a very big community, mostly blood-related people. Never really felt like I had to go outside, but had friends from high school and so forth. We moved and my dad had to start all over again. My brother went on to high school that was in the area. Nothing compared to the best high school in Jamaica, right? And my sister, they both went to the same high school and I went off to taking college classes and doing a part-time job, my very first job at Kmart. We were all very excited. I remember being so shocked by the first winter. It was so cold. I remember just crying and wanting to go back home because I just didn't understand the temperatures and why it was so cold in Missouri. And you can imagine in the Midwest, it gets really cold over there. So that was our first experience. We were happy that we had family to welcome us and help us get settled. You know, we were bright eyed and ready to learn and interact and do what new immigrants do whether it's finding a part-time job to earn a little, to help the family go off to school. You know, we started getting into all of that and spending time with our families who lived in the United States, you know, while we were on the other side in Jamaica. 
after a while, I started realizing that mm. I was just having difficulties connecting outside of my family, coming up against hostilities, curiosity, people wanting to know where my accent was from, and just idiotic comments. Do we have cars in Jamaica? Just really dumb things that you can't believe would come out of the mouths of people who have so much technology and TV and so forth and can be so uneducated about countries around the world. But nevertheless, we continued and my focus was getting into college and I had taken the SATs actually in Jamaica in high school and remember getting letters from different universities here in Jamaica while I was there based on my scores. So I was excited about school. Nothing else was on my mind. I just wanted to study. And so that's what we did. My sister and brother went off to high school and I started taking classes to get into college and just trying to figure it out and how the system worked. And I had my high school transcript and all of that stuff. Well, my dad went off to work with my uncle, his twin brother, who owned an auto mechanic shop. So they started running that together. My uncle had owned it for several years. And so my dad joined him there. So we continued learning and moving on. I just remember being very energetic and enthusiastic about being here in the United States. I'm not quite sure if this is a good or a bad thing. But later on in life, I'm reevaluating as to the fact that our family never really spoke about race relations, right? And for the first time, I'm realizing, oh, wow, I'm a Black person. It was never something that came across my mind. I just went to school and I was just a normal kid, as were my brother and sister. And all of a sudden, now we have to deal with these other complexities of the culture and dealing with different kinds of people and trying to understand their culture and how they communicate and what they mean when they say certain things or behave certain ways. It was a lot, primarily because my family, uncles, aunts, my parents, you know, race issues was just not something that was discussed in our household. It was just not an issue for us. After we moved here to the United States, they didn't really address it because they didn't know how they were learning it for the first time like we were. And so over the years, I think I was just quite naive about those issues and just really focused on what I needed to do, study. And frankly, if somebody had an issue with me or they didn't like me, perhaps for my skin color or how I looked or how I spoke, I just resolved that in my mind to say, well, that's your problem, you know, that's your issue. Not everybody's going to like me. And I just really was so driven. And my focus was basically on just getting into college and doing what I needed to do. I wanted to make my family proud. And so that's what I did. But over time, some of these slights and things that people would say and do and behave towards you started affecting me. And so I started researching about five or six years ago, which is probably around 2014, 2015. So I went on to finish my undergraduate, did a degree in Spanish and international business at a small liberal arts school there in Kansas City, Missouri, Rockhurst University, and then was successful in getting a fellowship to go to American University in Washington, D.C., and 
moved away from my protective bubble of cousins and uncles and aunts and my parents for the first time moved away to Washington, D.C. from Kansas City in 2005. Moved away, packed up my stuff, drove with all of my stuff to D.C. My sister and a friend, all three of us drove (laughs) to Washington, D.C., where I had an apartment waiting for me. And luckily it was a full scholarship. I was able to go off to university, get my own place for the very first time and just really focused on studying, but still struggled trying to just really feel like I belong, that I was connecting. And over time, just realizing that people just were not pulling me in and inviting me to their events, you know, so they were selective. It was later on in life that I started realizing that it wasn't that I wasn't connecting. It was that people were not drawing me in or inviting me to things. So that was a part of the issue as well. And so it just became even more glaring to me when I moved away from my safe family network in Kansas City, Missouri to Washington, D.C. Now on my own, my sister left, my friend left. All of a sudden, I'm living with a roommate on my own in Washington, D.C., a big city, going to a huge university and trying to figure out all of that and what it means and interacting with people, showing up to class and giving my best. But it was rough, honestly. Luckily, I found a church community during that season that actually served as a support for me probably my saving grace and kept me out of a lot of trouble and, you know, choosing the wrong relationships. And so it was within that that I found some friends, a safe group of young people, and I hung out with them and just kind of made my way through those two years in the D.C. area. And D.C. is a very tough place, right? Very transient. People come and go and it's hard to connect with people. You know, it's all about who you know and what you do. People don't really care about you personally unless you're connecting with them on a professional level. I didn't quite get that because, for one, I'm an immigrant American, right? I had naturalized after five years of being here in the United States, and so hence that's why I was able to apply for this fellowship that now brought me to D.C. to study and then would leading to working for a number of years with Department of State. But it was quite challenging and I didn't quite understand to the extent. I just remember feeling exhausted, went back to Jamaica a few times and just felt like my ears just went down and like I could breathe again, just feeling relaxed as soon as I got off that plane. And I didn't quite understand. I just knew something was different. And then when I came back to the United States, just knowing that I was hypersensitive again and vigilant and just feeling exhausted because I wasn't around my safe, warm family environment anymore. You know, I would go home and fill my tank up and then come back. It would last me for about a month. And then I was back at it again. I just felt drained and exhausted. Just the everyday dealings with the public, it was, it was not easy. I just remember during that time, This idea just came up to me about wanting to put pen to paper about my experience as an immigrant. I didn't quite come across any written document or any written item that would explain how to 
understand the American culture, how to build relationships, how to understand the different people that are here, right? Or even the race relations, because if you remember, my family just did not talk about it. It was just not an issue. It's not like they did not want to talk about it. It was just the environment we were raised in, if not an issue. And so I grew up very naive and not being able to recognize the root of some of the issues I was dealing with from all kinds of people, the different slides, and it just took a toll on me. And so I came across a book in, I think it was 2015, 2016, by Dr. Avis DeWeaver that talked about the different challenges that Black women were facing in the workspace. And it was then that it was like a light bulb went off in my head that there was a widespread issue that was larger than me that was going on because I didn't even realize it was so widespread. I mean, I had come up against some real challenges after graduating from American University and went on to serving with Department of State Foreign Service for a few years. Came across some really nasty people feeling lost and just not feeling like I belonged. I didn't quite understand it until I came across this book. I finally had the language to explain what I had gone through. I mean, it had worn me down this energetic, full of energy and bright-eyed young lady who came from Jamaica ready to just, you know, do her best. had just been worn down. And this book really helped me understand what it was that I was experiencing Over the next few years, I spent some time researching, talking to people, and just learning more. And interestingly, in 2020, 2021, with all the issues in the public, with so many people being killed, right, and marches and everything, you know, we were just all tuned in. And in 2020, I just, 2020, 21, I just realized just how much I was getting overwhelmed mentally by all of this, the narrative, the negativity against immigrants, and as if we're not contributing to the U.S. culture, marketplace, or American life in general, just this very negative narrative over the last four plus years. So it just kind of brought back to mind my idea of wanting to write that book. And it was joining the John Maxwell group to help me understand personal development back in 2015. And it was for the first time that I actually thought of starting a business. And out of that came the idea of doing a podcast. Thankfully, my cousin introduced me to the whole idea of John Maxwell. And I joined and just really got exposed to some great people and great information and personal development was given some personal development tools and invested in myself and was able to rise from the ashes, if you will. So here I am in November 2021, right? Launching my podcast, The Immigrant Experience in America. My time here in the United States certainly has not been easy. And my goal here is to share information about my own experience and the experience of others who have successfully navigated the American culture, and perhaps as well those who have not done so well, right? But in sharing their stories that you can find information, the help that you need to make sense of your journey, because we're all at different places in our stories. And so I'm hoping 
that interviewing these folks and sharing bits of my experience will bring you hope, will shed some light on your journey, give you the language to understand some of the things that you're experiencing. So this is our goal. This is my big why for having this podcast. I hope my journey has inspired you and we look forward to talking more. So tune in every week. We'll be sharing stories of different people that we'll be interviewing. We'll be interviewing from government to corporate America, entrepreneurs, you name it. We'll be bringing them on the show to share their experiences in hopes of helping you find your American dream or achieving your American dream or simply just to help you make another step forward from the place where you are because I understand and I relate to the fact that at times living here in the United States is not easy, can be quite challenging. And for somebody who's coming from a completely different culture, from a country, perhaps where you speak a different language, not even with the same alphabet that we use in English, right? So it's quite a feat to come here to the United States and all and to deal with additional complexities that living here has with it. So I applaud you. It's no easy thing. We look forward to sharing stories information to empower you, to encourage you. Join us soon. Take care.